This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. I'm Dan Malecki, joined by Rob Orber. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club and we're very thankful of their continued support in getting the Saturday Night Harness Preview up and running. It, it goes to air on the Friday night. You could be listening to it live right now on, on RSN or early on in the morning, um, post 5am uh, on, on RSN or on the podcast through the RSN websites or the harness.org website or the uh, the trots.com.au website. So plenty of opportunities to, uh, to join in and get the... Uh, uh, latest from uh, Rob and all his good oil. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club for each Saturday night's program, Robbie. Yeah, hi, Dan. Hello, everyone. Uh, another uh, very good weekend of harness racing coming up. And, of course, uh, most eyes as well will be at Albion Park to see how uh, Leap to Fame uh, measures up in the Garrard Sunshine Sprints, a Group 1 race, $200,000 race. We'll have a chat about that race a little bit later on, Dan. Uh, We moved to Kilmore this Saturday night, a very special night for the harness racing world where we remember some of the greats, uh, great paces, popular arm, who certainly uh, played a major part Growing up for mine, uh, watching that sensational horse uh, go around, not only, of course, at Mooney Valley, but, of course, at Kilmore and the the people associated with the horse in uh, Bob and Vinnie Knight uh, have races uh, named in their memory. And, of course, uh, a good colleague of ours, uh, Bob Kane, also, who passed away. Uh, It's lovely to see a race uh, continue to be uh, remembered under the name of the Bob Kane Memorial Winter Championship. So looking forward to that as well, Dan. Absolutely, and uh, some very special people on it as well, including uh, Roger Reeves, you mentioned Bob and Vin Knight, uh, Lely and Mary Mifsud, um, the, you know, such a special part of harness racing are the Mifsud family. You just couldn't imagine without them. And uh, Don Logie a, as well, uh, Bob Kane, and uh, and the first event, Ken Snowy Chapman, who was a friend and loved by all. And he's a memorial. Um, he's honoured with uh, the naming of the first race on the program, first heat of the Winter Championship, uh, Rob, which is over the 2180 metres at 4.56. I think number four is the race uh, favourite at this stage over number two, Rock and Roll Waller. Yeah, look, I've tipped uh, number four, I think. Uh, He's a very progressive four-year-old. He's certainly taken some uh, really strong steps uh, forward for his career. He's won six from 15. He's been placed on six other occasions, so 12 of his... uh, uh, He's been placed 12 uh, times in in the first three placings, the 15 race starts. I called him winning at Horsham, at his latest uh, win, it was a strong performance. He came out of the gate, he led, uh, he was challenged, he kept responding. And uh, again, on Saturday night, he does have the gate speed to uh, to press forward, though it, uh, he, he, he's, he's got some challenges. Rock and roll Waller, who's uh, really going well for, for Craig Demler. Greg Sugars takes the drive and rock and roll Waller, uh, now under the care of, of Craig Demler, has got the gate speed to, to press forward and maybe take the trail on the back of, I think. I thought it would le- be leader behind leader. I thought they'd be fighting out the finish. I thought one better than love 
Might get relegated three back to pegs, but she's oh, he's going really well to a point where he'll get a soft trip and configure into the placings. And, and obviously the horse that can continue to improve is nine Buster William, who came across from uh, Tasmania. He's now joined the Ashley Herbertson stable, James Herbertson to drive. I'm expecting him to show improvement from what I thought was a very good first up performance. But it's a, it's a good race. So we've got the progressive horses here in four, I think. Two rock and roll, while they're both four-year-olds, I think they'll fight out the finish. Four and two, ahead of one better than love, and nine, which is Buster William. I've tipped at two, four, nine, and 12, going the way of uh, rock and roll, Waller number two. Rob, the second event, uh, the second heat of the Winter Championship, the Bob Kane Memorial. Uh, Dorla Geary uh, hasn't won for a while, but has been knocking on the door. And the, the, the race um, uh, itself uh, is a random barrier draw, and I think it's ended up really suiting this horse. He gets his chance, but it doesn't necessarily make it any easier. Yeah, look, uh, the, the two chances from last week, uh, Dola Geary and Hugo Rocks, I think I, I pointed out that they were both over the odds. I think Dola Geary came in from $9, started three fifty, and Hugo Rocks uh, trimmed up a little bit and he was able to run down Dola Geary. Not totally convinced he's best when he leads, uh, but again, you know, from, from barrier one, he, he certainly holds the key to the race. Daryl Douglas will certainly have some... Very good options to uh, to sum up. I've stuck with him here. Uh, I, I think this is a, a very good race, and he, he's certainly got some challenges. For Holly Basil, look, we know he's a very good horse. He, he's had two runs back from, you know, 18 months off the scene almost. And, you know, his first up run, I thought, was pretty strong behind Cemetery Bay. Uh, you know, on, on face value, he looked disappointing, of course, at Melton. Um, he, he's trialled okay since that. I think there's got to be ongoing natural fitness improvement for this horse and obviously Dean Braun and Nathan Jack sticking with him has continued to persevere. So that he must be showing something at home to, to suggest he's got more to give. So I'm happy to, to throw him in here as a danger. And number three, Heavenly Gypsy, uh, she's a little bit underrated. Uh, you know, she continues to perform well. She's had the 20 starts for five wins, seven placings. Again, Craig Demler always does a fantastic job with his uh, horses in the way he prepares them. I think she's going well enough to, to run a good race here. And number five, what did you say? Who's another horse that's got good ability and might find this a little bit easier than, than some of the races he's been in. So... One, four, three, and five. I think it's an even race, and, and you can extend and go wider as far as other horses that are racing well. I mean, two codename Marcus is going well. You've got I'm Jimmy James, who's going to get a soft trip on the pegs, and the horse is out the back. Willie Pike, he's a, he's an interesting horse. He, he's, he's had a few starts here in Victoria. He's, he's travelled around a little bit, obviously raced in New South Wales and over in Tassie. I'm, I'm really keen to see how he performs here, Willie Pike. I, I can see him running home really strongly from back in the field. And Jackson Beach is another one that's been racing in very good form. So it's a very competitive race. The horses that have drawn well, obviously, in the top four picks for mine, one, four, three and five. But in saying that, there are other horses here that are all going well. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Dola Geary. It, it looks a really good race for him. One, three, four, five. So similar numbers to you, Rob. Third event, the Don Logie Memorial Pace. Uh, and this race is for the Mayors. Dream Maze is only lightly raced, but uh, is building up a most impressive record. Yeah, very hard to tip against her. Um, you know, she's had the five starts for the four wins and uh, she, she started off her career um, over in Launceston and then came uh, back 
uh, to Victoria. Uh, one at Cranbourne, that performance was, was outstanding against Inferior Company. And then she won at Cranbourne again from the second row and again defeating probably Inferior Company. And then she went to Warrigal and, and got the job done defeating I'm Jimmy James. So she continues to step up as far as meeting stronger rivals. But again, she looks well-placed here. And, and I felt like, again, she clearly looks the horse to beat. Alan McDonough, who uh, only trains a few horses under his name, of course, he does a lot of driving and he works for the Emma Stewart stable. Uh, you know, he's doing a fantastic job. His strike rate's outstanding. A four-twisted bliss, uh, a very capable horse. I mean, she's won 10 from 54. She's been placed on 15 other occasions. She was luckless at Geelong. Two runs ago, went to Mildura, got the job done. You know, her form at times can fluctuate. She can put in some really big runs and then at times she can be a little bit disappointing. But again, I think, you know, she's she's a quality uh, mare and, and I can see her being a, a real danger in the race. Uh, two forgot the wallet, has opened up pretty short on the fixed odds market. Uh, look, you know, this horse resumed since March. You know, I suppose when you go through its form, it's it's raced against, you know, horses that I feel are, are much inferior to, to Dream Maze and, and Twisted Bliss. But Forgot the Wallet does have good gate speed. It draws barrier two. Alex Ashwood trains Taylor French. So you've got to respect the stable and, and the market suggests that it might be poised to run a very good race first up. And three Holly Stars, who's never too far away. But five on top from four and then respect the two and three. In race three, I liked uh, the five Dream Maze, nine Ruby Wingate, two Forgot the Wallet, three Holy Stars, five, nine, two and three. Race four, uh, smallish field, Joyful will be the short, short price favourite here. It's the Lely and Mary Miffs at Memorial. Yeah, hard to go past uh, this very talented filly, uh, Joyful. Uh, she won, of course, the, uh, the Vic Bread final uh, back on the 31st of December, that was a great night and, uh, you know, her record speaks for itself. She, she's won seven from 16. She resumed at Maryborough and uh, she won very impressively there, defeating Jackson Beach and, and Nikki Nana and, and she did it really comfortably. She worked to the front. She's a, a lovely type. She's got quality written all over her. She's a winner of 118,000 Kate Gath to drive. And I'm expecting her to continue on. She'll be at a short quote, but she should be winning here, number six, Joyful. Five, Sahara Breeze, uh, racing really well. Uh, she was beaten by Loco Diablo, who uh, then went on and, and won at Ballarat uh, throughout the week. I actually call Loco Diablo winning. And uh, that form line has held up really strongly. So Sahara Breeze, uh, not disgraced when, when finishing second. And you can expect Sahara Breeze to, to, to run a very good race. One scheming, look, you know, probably on face value, I was just slightly disappointed with it last start. I, I know I, I selected it to, to run a very good race and probably didn't go as well as I was expecting it to from coming out of the gate. But I, I feel like this horse has still got more to offer. It draws barrier one. She should get a really good trial and she should be able to run a place from, from that draw. So six, five and one. And obviously the other horses in the race, Credulous number two, Snow Hunter four and three major milestone. We fighting out the first four, but I would be surprised if Joyful wasn't winning and I'd be surprised if five and one weren't running into the placings in race four. Yeah, I've tipped six, five, two, and one. First leg of the quaddy is the popular arm sprint. Better isolate. I'm a little surprised how short he's opened up here, Rob. Uh, he's a clear odds-on favourite uh, in the first leg of the quaddy. Yeah, look, I, I felt the same. I, I then sort of went back and 
reconsidered. I originally didn't tip him on top. I actually tipped him second. But I, I've, I've almost talked myself back into the he can he can win the race. He 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 was better last start. Still not the better isolate that I think we're still accustomed to to running his best races. But what the key might be here, Dan, he, he's back to the mile. He's back to sixteen hundred and ninety. His last three runs have over been have, have been over to twenty two hundred and. You know his record over the short course is um, is is very impressive. He, he's won four from eight, a couple of placings. He's got a one forty nine five next to his name. So maybe the short course is is where he excels the most. Uh, and I suppose he gets his his chance here to to win this race. The horse that I think's over the odds. I've got enormous time for this horse. Is um, number two. Hi, my name is Jeff. Look, his first up effort at Bendigo. You know, on paper it says he got beaten 17 metres. Uh, he drew the second row, but it was a very good run. He was well back in the field. He got pretty keen in the run, and he still kept finding the line. And, and that was the bit that, I, that really caught my eye with him. He, he draws, you know, if, if the emergency uh, doesn't get a start, he'll, he'll draw the pole position. He's got the gate speed to either be in front or, or taking a trail. Nathan Jack combining here. And I'm expecting him to run a very good race here, number two. Hi, my name is Jeff. I really rate him highly and I think he can be right in the finish. Number eight, uh, Interest Re. Um, because of my respect here for uh, Hi, my name is Jeff, if if, if uh, the, it stays where the emergency is scratched in the race, I think Interest Free could be behind a leader or three back the pegs. And uh, oh, this is a race where he, he can improve. I think he's had three runs back from a spell, back to the sprint course, and I think he'll get a soft trip. I think he's value, and I think he'll run a good race, number eight, interest-free. Nine, Tango Tara, who's been going really well. And obviously, 11, like a wildfire. He's going to have to do it pretty tough from back in the field. But, uh, look, five, better isolate. It's his race to get back. I thought that last week. I think he gets one more chance here to, to really step up. But I really respect number two. Hi, my name is Jeff. I think he'll run a great race. Okay, that's in race number five. I've tipped 11 like a wildfire on top. 11, 5, 9 and 3. Race 6 is the Vinite Memorial Pace. Uh, there's a number of horses you could come up with here, I think, uh, but Raw for Roscoe and Kafaji are the ones that are disputing outright favouritism. Found this a really tough race, Danny. I, I, I looked at it and uh, you, you go through this race and you think, well, there's... Uh, Quite a number of chances and the ifs and maybes and there's some horses here. I'm not sure whether we can, you know, have 100% confidence in their consistency of performing at their best. And it's it's a tricky race. I've settled for four raw for Roscoe. Look, again, he's the four-year-old and, and, you know, you see so often these four-year-olds, they come into these races taking on the older horses and at times uh, they're the emerging ones that you've got to say, well, there's there's still more upside to these horses and I, I feel like he's a horse that's still got upside to him. Look, you know, was he disappointing last start? Look, he was off the track three wide. They went 55-9 last half. Maybe, you know, we, we've seen him perform better. Maybe we're just prepared to just, you know, say look, maybe that wasn't, you know, the, the, the best of Raw for Roscoe. His form before that was terrific. So I'm going to stick with him here, number four. Uh, Raw for Roscoe on top. Ahead of 10, Crime Rider. You know, he's uh, he's a funny horse too, isn't he? Like, you know, you know he's what he's capable of doing. Um, he's a seven-year-old. Maybe the best is behind him. I was keen on him a couple of runs ago. And, again, he went okay, but wasn't outstanding. But he was okay. And then he was, he was pretty good last week. So 
maybe he's he's starting to get back into some of that better form that we know. So again, I'm happy to give him another chance here to run a, a good race. To Kafaji, you know, again, he's just a horse. I don't know. I just don't have that trust in him. But look, he, he's he's got a lot of talent. Uh, he's got the draw. I mean, there's nothing wrong with his form. I mean, he's been really consistent. He's going well. Uh, so there's no reason why he can't run a big race here. Six pull the other legs, been going pretty well. But look, horses like Huli, uh, Jonian, sorry, Jonian and of course uh, Relentless Me have all got to be uh, respected as well. But look, four, ten, two and six for mine. In uh, the uh, sixth event, I've tipped four, two, one and six. Uh, the seventh event on the program is the Bob Knight Memorial Pace. Uh, again, there looks to be plenty of chances in this, Rob, over the short trip at 1690 metres. Yeah, it's a, it's a good race, isn't it? It, it all, uh, you know, again, you know, speed uh, will, uh, speed early in the race will determine how the race unfolds. Um, look, three Aussie Playboy, you can't fault this horse's form. He, he's been going so well. He gets a barrier draw, he gets a distance to suit, he's got the gate speed, he's got options as well whether to take a trial or, or to lead. So, look, I've tipped him on top, number three, Aussie Playboy. I thought he'd be uh, right in the finish here. Four major man bar, I thought was outstanding last time. It was uh, a very, very good performance by this horse. Uh, he, he worked pretty hard and he, he went to the breeze uh, in a good quality race, and I thought he battled on really strongly. He comes back in distance here, which is also a major plus. He, he's won a couple of starts at this track. So, again, like Aussie Playboy, he's going to be in the firing line here for a long way. So, uh, three from four. Uh, look, I've tipped 11 Monomia for third. I mean, her chances will be dependent on uh, what happens up front, of course. You know, she's uh, she's a quirky mare, but she went very good last start. It was, uh, you know, probably, uh, you know, glimpses of, of what she is very capable of doing. She just needs to be in a happy place mentally at the moment. She was pretty happy last start, so hopefully she can bring back that uh, repeat performance. She'll be storming home if, uh, if there's fireworks up top. Five Sweet Passion, who, uh, again... Uh, has got a, a should should position forward and, and shouldn't be too far away and slight terror also is the other horse that you've got to respect in the race but uh, predominantly here three four and eleven for mine in uh, race number uh, seven uh, I thought our uncle Jim was going well enough to uh, afford a little each way play here Rob so I've made it one of my uh, value runners of the night uh, one our uncle Jim Aussie playboy continuing to go well sweet passion major man but just amongst some of the many chances here uh, as you've already pointed out slight terror was good will have to be really good again from the wide gate cemetery bay going well and you mentioned Monomir she really wanted to find the line and on the strength of that run is right in the mix here so it might be a the third leg of the quaddy, but it might be the hardest leg. Race seven, one, three, five, four. The last of eight. Um, this is the Roger Reeves Memorial Trot. Golden Sunset is a scratching here. Number two, uh, likely Revelstoke or Central Otago will run favourite. Yeah, well, good race. Uh, yeah, some of these trotters, they're, they're high high quality trotters, and and they're going to do a, they're going to contest this one right to the line, as as we saw even last time. Look, I've settled for six Revel Stoke, uh, this four-year-old mare. She's won 10 from 26, uh, plays five other occasions. She's had two runs back from a spell. Nathan Jack uh, jumps back on board here. Uh, you know, uh, her, her first up run was terrific uh, behind RC Phoenix. Last start, 
you know, she she was okay, but she's she's better than where she finished. Um, you know, you go back to her form last year. She she showed that she's got enormous amount of raw talent, and uh, I just felt like she she can be right in the finish here. She might, you know, she might press forward. I mean, it's hard to say. Central Otago, you know, was first up last week. It's got gate speed, and and you know, will be up forward. And whether it takes a sit, it might take a sit on the back of Revelstoke if. Uh, if Nathan's uh, prepared to push forward here. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. You know that nine elder Barandino is going to come around uh, three wide and really make it a staying test. Uh, you know, he's also had two runs back from a spell. He gets back onto his home track here where he's had the two starts for the win and second uh, and further improvement. He's going to be really hard to hold out. Central Otago, look, very good first up. It's got the gate speed to be up on the speed. And then, of course, seven anywhere, Hugo, who's been in very good form. So uh, six on top ahead of nine, four and seven in what's a good quality race. Yeah, look, I went for a bit of value on Baltic in number eight, but uh, Revelstoke, Elderberry and Dino, Central Otago, all terrific chances. It's a good race to end on. It's not a big field, uh, but it's a good field. Eight, six, nine and four in the last of eight events. 8.43 finish time, which is all good for you. Uh, you'll have just enough time to, as you're packing up to watch uh, the sunshine sprint and then drive on home and still probably catch the end of the final quarter from uh, one of the AFL games. So what's your best bets at uh, Kilmore, Rob? Yeah, well, look, you know, obviously uh, the, the the shorty for tonight, uh, maybe uh, you only need to take a one out in the uh, final leg of the early quaddy. We'll, uh, of course, uh, joyful, which everyone will uh, will know about. Uh, outside of those, uh, look, you know, it, it's 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 an interesting uh, fair. I, I'm happy to play something on, on race five, number two. Hi, my name is Jeff. I, I certainly think it's got a... A genuine place chance in the fifth event. I think this horse uh, will, will will map well and, and give a good side. And looking for outside of the uh, the, the main selections, uh, I thought look Aussie Playboy is really close to to winning. And uh, whichever way you look at it, he, he's going to be up on the speed here, and he's going to be I think value enough to, to to have something on. So race seven, number three. Aussie Playboy, and uh, my best rough, as I said, was uh, race five, number two. Hi, my name is Jeff, and then obviously the first two races, you know, horses like I think and Dullagiri are well placed to, to give you a great sight throughout. But it's a, a, a night where I don't think there's uh, some of the races, I think there's two or three main chances. I think there's a couple of races in particular. I thought uh, race uh, number six was uh, a really tough race. I think that's the hardest race of the night where I think you've got to play wide in the quaddy. And I like race two, number one, Dorlagiri is the best bet. Each way, race seven, number one, our Uncle Jim, perhaps a dollar a win, four dollars a place ratio. And a long shot value runner for the night, race eight, number eight, which is Baltica. All eyes, particularly those in Victoria after the running of race out at Kilmore, will be tuned towards the Sunshine Sprint at Group 1 level. Um, the Constellations in Queensland continue. They've got a fabulous race. Uh, and most eyes are there to watch Leap to Fame. He's got a challenge ahead of him. Uh, he's an odds-on favourite at $1.80. And uh, it's the first time he's really taken on those uh, older horses. And he got some pretty uh, well-profiled runners in against him on Saturday night, Rob. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a great test for him. However, uh, he ticks all the boxes to uh, to suggest to us that you know he's uh, he's very special. He's a winner now of seven hundred and eighty-five thousand. He's certainly closing on that million-dollar mark. And uh, you know, if he happens to uh, 
to win this one. He, he goes one step further to getting very close to 900,000 if he happens to win it. So, you know, for a four-year-old who's had the 27 starts, 21 wins and, and five placings, uh, you know, he was terrific at taking out the rising sun last week. He, he ran some unbelievable times and uh, he just never looked like stopping. I, I can't see why he won't be winning this race again. Uh, yes, he's taking on some much more seasoned horses, but, you know, again, I keep going back to, to the night that I uh, had a really close-up uh, encounter with him at uh, Menangle. He's such an a, a unbelievably uh, strong animal, and I just feel uh, he'll be winning here, Leap to Fame. He's a very special horse and uh, looks very hard to beat, and hopefully uh, he continues on and becomes the, uh, the superstar of our, uh, our sport with, uh, with attracting many people to go and watch him. Yeah, uh, ditto. He says something else, that's for sure. But uh, I better zip it. The uh, Nullarbor winner and the Inner Dominion winners in there, the track record holder over that course and distance, Blacks the Dance, uh, the top West Australian Magnificent Storm, and we know the profiles of the likes of Expensive Ego, Spirit of St. Louis, uh, Mac Dan, and, and Turn It Up um, has got a great CV, even though he's going to be the outsider of the field, and, and Hot and Treacherous have really come up with a fantastic race. That's race eight, the Garrard Sunshine Sprint, featuring Leap to Fame at 8.55, on Saturday night, and that race also featured on RSN. I hope you've been able to find a winner, Rob. Uh, stay warm, bring that extra jacket for Kilmore Saturday night, and good putting there. Yeah, we'll be uh, hosting the Trots Vision coverage uh, from Kilmore. Looking forward to that with Steve Cleave. And, of course, uh, we uh, thank the Victorian Harness Racing Club. And if you haven't uh, purchased your social club membership, make sure you do so. Uh, the club lounge uh, certainly attracting uh, plenty of great clientele and a wonderful uh, place to be at Melton to watch uh, harness racing and meet up with all uh, industry participants. So thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club for their support. And you can stay warm there as well. Look forward to doing it all again next week on the Saturday Night Harness Preview. Rob, and happy harnessing to you and all of our listeners.